Over the last couple years, we have all experienced the importance of empathy in the workplace. When we have a rough time, it's important to know your boss actually cares about you. Last year, the character Ted Lasso appeared on Apple TV's new comedy hit show and taught us all some profound lessons in kindness. But Ted also showed his weakness in his lack of competitive drive. Today, we are discussing the behaviors of relationship building and competitiveness and how they can work together to make you a better leader. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Korn, and joining me today is my very talented psychometrician father, Joe Folkman. So, Bree, you're a fan of Ted Lasso. Of course, of course I am. Ah, I'm especially in love with all the wisdom he imparts to his players. Like, you know what the happiest animal on earth is? It's goldfish. You know why? It's got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish, Sam. I'm going to start using that on people. <laughs> well, uh, you are the one that called me and asked me the question, how important is it for a leader to be competitive after watching that show? So, Yes, yes I did. That, <laughs> well, and that prompted the, the whole research and the results. Yes, but... For all those listening today who haven't had the wonderful pleasure of watching Ted, I'll quickly fill you in. Ted Lasso is a character played by Jason Sudeikis on Apple TV's comedy series. Ted is an American football coach who was hired to manage an English football team. Why was an amateur football coach hired to coach an elite British football, well, or what the Americans refer to as soccer team? Well, the team's owner, who is recently divorced, wants the team to fail to spite her former husband who cheated on her. Ted has a management style that is very high on empathy and relationship building, and he is fully committed to putting the needs of his team members first. Through the episodes, he works with players to help them deal with their emotional struggles and conflicts, and he builds such a positive environment and has the little sign at the top of his... Um, of his office with believe is what it says <laughs> by the end of the first season ted managed to win over almost all of the players and even the team owner the only problem is they don't really win very many matches you know watching this show makes almost everyone walk away and say to themselves i need to be kinder i need to be nicer i need to be more mm. caring to others it has that effect on you and Having empathy and building positive relationships with others is a very important leadership trait. Yeah. And, you know, people are saying right now it's the most important one in so many articles. Well, it is important. And, you know, when we looked at our 360 data with data from over 100,000 leaders, we looked at building relationship and we, we looked at evaluations where 13 people rated effectiveness, your effectiveness on that competency. And it was rated in our overall database as 12th in terms of effectiveness and seventh in terms of importance. So it's, it's fairly important, but typically leaders are below average in terms of their effectiveness. Yeah. And you know, I'd rate Ted, he's got, he's a, he's a 90th percentile in his building relationships and empathy skills. He deserves that status. 
Well, he, he does have what, and I'd call it a profound strength. Now, based in our, on our research of thousands of leaders, a person with a profound strength has an overall leadership effectiveness rating around the 64th percentile. And that would make Ted a good leader, but, but not yet great. Yeah, because you have to have more strengths than just the building relationship part. And, and I, you know, I wouldn't rate Ted very well on his drive and competitiveness. He seems to be much more concerned about his team members than about winning. And a lot of people believe that being competitive is it's not always an effective leadership trait. And that when you take your competitiveness too far, you can be seen as rude or selfish or narcissistic um, and destroy relationships. Just there's some negative consequences to that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. you, you sound like you've been around some competitive people. <laughs> well, so people think about this as an either or situation where there's only one winner, but our research is clear that leaders can perform both skills well. Recently, I created a self-assessment measuring the preference a person has for being competitive. I use correlations between that self-assessment and the results of our 360 survey where we get feedback from others and identified items in a competitive index. Now, the five items in the competitive index assess the following behaviors. First, the willingness to challenge the standard approach. Now, that's pretty competitive. Encouraging others to consider new ideas or approaches. Willing to be a champion for new programs or projects. Uh, being energized to take on challenging goals. And bringing the group a high level of energy and enthusiasm. Those, those are all very positive aspects of competitiveness. So I'm curious what the data tells about the effectiveness of these type of competitive leaders. Well, when we analyzed the data, again, from over 100,000 leaders, we uncovered the impact of building relationships or empathy versus competitiveness on a leader's overall perceived effectiveness. All right. So this is going to be a little complex, but listen. <laughs> Leaders who were low on both skills rated by others, right, had their overall effectiveness rating at the 35th percentile. <laughs> now, okay. That, that is not great. I mean, that is that is that is bad, right? Mm, You're in the yeah. bottom, bottom third. Being effective at relationships and effective here was 75th percentile, raised the overall leadership effectiveness score to the 69th percentile. So, wow, so 19, double. Yeah, and 19 points above average. Yeah. So it, it almost doubled it, you know. So they were good at relationships and empathy, but not at competitiveness. And But when you looked at being competitive, but not uh, high on relationships, it raised the overall leadership effectiveness to the 74th percentile. <laughs> wow. Okay, let me get this straight. Being more competitive increases your leadership effectiveness rating more than building relationships? Yeah. That is, that is very interesting to me. Well, it turns out people in organizations, especially sports teams, like to win. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, it's a big surprise, right? 
But what's more compelling is what happens in the next analysis where we looked at the when they're good at both skills, 75th percentile at both skills. So you combine them together. And what happens when you do that is you get people that overall leadership effectiveness moves leaders to the 91st percentile, top 10%, one of the best leaders we've ever met. So we call that a powerful combination. When you combine these two things together, it yields a substantial increase. That is so, that's just impressive. And, and based on this research, I would say that lack of competitiveness is hurting our friend Ted as a leader. You know, in one episode, Coach Beard, who we love, gets really upset with Ted and says, when Ted talks about how he doesn't care about winning, and Coach Beard says, quote, these are professionals and winning does matter to them, and that's okay. Just like you said, we like winning. In any work environment, winning matters. We need to feel, you know, that rush that comes from achieving great things, from pushing boundaries and comfort zones and reaching those stretch goals that you just hate but you love. You know, empathy does matter, but so does accomplishment. And when you are competitive in the right way, like you said, it brings about these incredible results. Now, what about the impact on team members for these skills? That's a great question. Well, so what I did is I isolated just the direct reports. Uh, So we just looked at data from the direct reports and that's similar to a team experience, right? Mm -hmm. And so I asked each direct report to indicate the extent to which they were willing to go the extra mile and give additional effort. And I, I looked at those who on a five point scale responded five, they, they give the absolute highest rating. Mm-hmm. And I call that discretionary effort. You know, every day, every employee who goes to work makes a decision. Am I going to do the least amount of work to keep my job? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the decision people make. And the people that are willing to just do everything they can to be successful, that's, that's that discretionary effort. And so here's what we found. If you were low on relationships and low in competitiveness, low, low, only 26% of the employees were willing to give extra effort. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you, but if you looked at the high, high, high relationships, high competitiveness, 62% were willing to give additional effort. Now, consider the atmosphere, right? Low uh, relationship, low competitive. It's only the oddballs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the weirdos, you know. The Dwight Schrutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but in the high, high condition, that's 62%. That's the majority of the team. That's the majority of the group. They're willing to go. And so the oddballs aren't doing it. And, and so you can, in that, in that high, high condition, you almost, you get everybody kind of, you know, involved and they're willing to do more and they're willing to win. Yeah. This, this whole idea of both of these things that seem so different from each other, combining them, I think is just a really powerful message for people. And, and Ted Lasso, I mean, Go and watch it. He taught the world some valuable lessons. Being a leader who is empathetic and 
really lets people know you care, builds those relationships, creates this wonderful atmosphere that unites people. And everyone is trusted and they feel accepted and part of the team. In the words of Trent Krim from The Independent, if the last away is wrong, it's hard to imagine being right. <laughs> However, adding more competitiveness to that makes it possible for the team to be more successful. We know leaders can do both these skills at the same time. And one skill doesn't cancel out the other or make it impossible to do it. These two behaviors done well create a powerful combination. They can work together. People can feel that you drive and push them hard to achieve great things and that you care. And both these things go together. Well, this research can teach us a quote that Ted says in the show, the harder you work, the luckier you get. The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Singer Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Singer and Joe Folkman, visit our website at sangerfolkman.com. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on sangerfolkman.com. 